the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. You ready to talk to me in the nation's capital? Come on, let's go. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live or YouTube, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Or, of course, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital, Salem Communications Network, covering all of D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And, of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. But today is Tough Topic Tuesday because we want to deal with the tough topic of mentoring. Now, that may not seem like a tough topic. It could be a Wisdom Wednesday. But the reality is we don't have a lot of people who come into our life, speak into our life, and help move us toward uh, what goals God may have for us, what problems God may want us to solve. And so many of us go through life without people speaking into it. Well, today I want to bless you because I have a very special guest who's going to speak into your life as we talk about the power of mentoring and even the concept of one of his books, Decade by Decade. I have with me Mr. Bob Beal. Now, before I introduce Bob properly to you, I just want to tell you a couple ways you can get a hold of us if you want to chime into the conversation. First of all, you can always download the app Gracism. And there you'll see a little phone icon. You hit that, it'll call me directly in the studio uh, during the show. Or, of course, you may just want to pick up your phone right now and dial 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. Or if you're driving across a bridge or somewhere in the nation's capital, you're probably in traffic anyway. Hey, listen, just remember the word bridge. All right, 888 bridge you can give us a call and you can talk with me uh, and my special guest but as we always do we like to open up our show with a word of prayer so let's pray together now heavenly father we thank you for this opportunity to connect with one another and we pray that your wisdom and your insights would be all uh, over this show we commit it over to you now along with our guest 
Mr. Bob Beal. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said amen and amen. Well, of course, if you watch me on Facebook Live or on YouTube, you can see this handsome gentleman next to me. That's Mr. Bob Beal. Bob Beal is a presidential mentor since 1976. He has been a presidential mentor to approximately 500 senior executives. He's written over 20 books, including uh, this one you see right in the center of my table, Decade by Decade. He's also written Dreaming Big and Leading with Confidence. Prior to his work as a mentor, he was on the executive team of uh, World Vision International. He also served on the board of Jesus People International as well as Focus on the Family. But today he's hanging out with me in the Real Talk studio. Bob Beal, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? Thank you. It's great to be here. It's wonderful <laughs> to have you here. Uh, you often talk about mentoring. You wrote a book called Decade by Decade. Let's start there. What does it mean, decade by decade? Decade by decade. Each decade of your life has a very predictable dimension to it. Mm. Uh, it's surprisingly shocking how predictable life is, actually. We think life isn't very predictable, but each decade uh, we go through times where uh, millions of people are going through the same thing mm. in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Right. It's shocking how hmm. predictable life really is. And so are you saying that each decade we kind of all experience the same thing if we're in that same decade? So if I'm in my 20s, other 20-year-olds are probably going through the same thing, so that mm. would – Help me to know that. Many, many of the same things. Uh -huh. Many of the same things. Okay. So this idea of decade by decade, where did it come from? <laughs> I've spent about 40,000 hours, 50,000 hours, one-to-one -one with executives over the last 40-some hours, mm. trying to help them uh, sort through life, trying to see life, trying to understand life. And uh, what I've begun to do is to recognize certain patterns day after day, hour after hour, listening, trying to hear what they were experiencing. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it began to just sort of be very clear. There are certain patterns that all 20-year-olds uh, come up with. Hmm. Certain 30-year-olds, uh, you hear it in 30-year-olds time after time, hour after hour. 30-year-olds are n asking the same questions dealing with the same phobic fears, right. experiencing the same concerns, the same questions, time after time after time. Hmm. So I began to write them down. Uh -huh. And as I began to speak occasionally on it, people were very fascinated to hear, what's normal for my decade? Uh. What's normal for me? What is it that, that other people like me are experiencing? Hmm. And so that's what's in the book, Decade by Decade. You actually come up with a key S word, uh, for each of these decades, and if anybody wants to pick up the book, it's called Decade by Decade. You can get it at Bob Beal's uh, website, which we're going to give you uh, shortly, but the subtitle is Life uh, is Surprisingly Predictable or Maximizing This Phase in Your Life, and uh, for each one of the decades, you have a key word. For instance, uh, from uh, children up to 10 years old, the S word is Security. security. Yeah, so what is that about? Just when a kid is uh, seven years old or eight years old or nine years old? Talk about that for a second. A child really needs security. That's what it's like. You may think it's about talk show, talk uh, games, game shows, and 
and uh, playing baseball and all that. Hmm. What it's really about is feeling that mom and dad and God make me feel secure in life. Hmm. If, you, if they don't feel secure, none of that, else, none of that matters. Huh. But if they feel secure, everything comes together. How about that? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about each of these decades as well as the power of mentoring. I'm going to go to my break right now. But when we get back from the break, I want you to talk about the significance of the fourth grade uh, and significance of what it means to be nine years old. Friends, I want you to listen to this. We're coming right back on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. But if you know someone who's nine or who has been nine, you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. My phone number is 888-432-7434. And we're talking today with Mr. Bob Beal. He wrote this book, Decade by Decade. I got one for almost every staff member that was with me on our senior leadership retreat. And we went, went through each one of these. In that first decade, uh, you know, we talk about security. And there's a key S word for each decade. We're going to get through some of those. But the first one, security. But uh, Bob Beal, you say something about the fourth grade and nine years old. What are you talking about there? The fourth grade, age nine, <clears throat> is the single most shaping year of a human being's existence. Hmm. I've watched it over and over and over for the last 30 years in dealing with about 500 presidents. Hmm. And each time I deal with a president, each time I deal with an executive team member, 
I find the, par the correlation between the fourth grade, age nine, and their adult leadership style is amazing. Mm. And it's, it's far greater than the third grade or the fifth grade mm. because the fourth grade is when their uh, mental ability is developed to the point where they can concentrate and maybe uh, basically understand what's being talked about, mm -hmm. and yet their heart is still wide open to being uh, told you're dumb or you're smart or mm. you're creative or you're, you're capable. Mm. And so basically that's when we're establishing all of our comfort zones. Mm. What you're comfortable doing today is what you are comfortable doing at age nine. And if uh, what you feared at age nine, do you fear uh, when you're older, or is that something you overcome? Uh, tragically, a lot of times it is, mm. uh, particularly the phobic fears. Hmm. If you had a phobic fear of failure as a as a nine-year-old, chances are you still fear it as an adult. Is that right? Wow. And so what does that mean for parenting? Whatever you do, make sure your child feels safe and secure and loved without conditions. Mm. Loved without conditions. Because that's going to carry them when they're 49. Yes. Uh-huh. Very yes. interesting. Okay. And then and what does that say for children's ministries? I mean, in church work. I mean, that's, that's another thing, isn't it? Absolutely. Pastors, whatever you do, make sure that the, your best, finest, most loving, caring teachers are in the fourth grade. Mm. Make sure that your finest staff members are in the fourth grade. Mm. Uh, it's good to have them in the third grade, yeah. fifth grade, but make absolutely sure that your best teachers are in the fourth grade. If somebody's doing self-reflection, Bob Beal, and they're thinking about when they were nine years old, when they were in the fourth grade, uh, what should they be thinking about? Like, is this an exercise people ought to actually go back and say, hmm, <laughs> when I was nine, I never really thought about it, but now let yeah. me go back and revisit that year? Yeah. Uh, basically, ask yourself, what was, what kind of a child would I describe myself as running around the neighborhood when I was nine years old? Oh, interesting. And, and what was the most common feeling I had in the fourth grade? And then ask yourself this question. How do I see myself today? If mm. I could put into a word how I'd describe myself as a fourth grader then, and how do I describe myself today? Often it's almost the same word. Mm. So I should be thinking about my feelings, my emotions, and uh, sort of my uh, experiences at age nine. And those feelings and emotions may very much, uh, very well connect to how I'm feeling yes. today as an adult. Yes. Interesting. Mm. Now, in the next decade, when we talk about, you know, ages 10 to 20 or 11 to mm -hmm. 20, mm -hmm. uh, what's the key S word for that? S word is self. self. As anyone who has teenagers knows <laughs> that uh, self is pretty well uh, me, I, mine generation uh -huh. er, uh, decade. And what you need to have with your teenager is to take them on a mission trip somewhere. It could be overseas, but it could be down in the urban area hmm. where not everyone has 73 pair of shoes where you basically look at it and say, uh, what is it people, wh who are the people that need a lot more than I have? Mm, uh, mm. So it's not just me and why don't I have as much as the kid down the street, but what about the people who don't have nearly as much as I have? Hmm, and so it, it gives them perspective on life, mm. not just perspective on me and what I don't have. Mm. It, it gives them perspective on what I actually do have. 
888-432-7434. My daughter, Asia, is 19 years old, and she's away at Discipleship Training School, a missionary ministry school for a ministry called Youth with a Mission, YWAM. She's in Australia, and she feels called to be a missionary, but she's 19. Well, when she was uh, 15, 16, 14, 15, 16, she went on youth missions trips uh, to Mexico with our youth ministry. And, uh, you know, they train them for a year and then they send them. And they, uh, many of these young people took their summer, uh, their spring break where other kids are going to party or rest or whatever. And they are going uh, to a youth missions trip. I now wonder, even as I reflect on this, if those missions trips really uh, God used to help cement her desire and call. with my very special guest, uh, uh, mentor of executives as well as pastors, leaders, uh, presidents of companies, Bob Beal, author of over 20 books, including one of the ones I'm highlighting today, Decade by Decade. We're talking about the power of mentoring as well. Uh, can you tell us, uh, well, you know what, before I ask you another question, let me not be selfish with you. Uh, let me uh, invite our callers. Let me give you the number, and then I'll kick it off in Germantown, Maryland with Dale. 888-432-7434. That's my number. If you want to get in, now's the time to get in. We're Let's go to Germantown, Maryland, and talk to Dale, who's on the line. Hello, Dale. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, Dr. Edison. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking about the fact that I stutter, and I never put it together, and obviously I'm speaking pretty fluently now, mm -hmm. but I began stuttering in the fourth grade, and now at the age of 60, I still stutter, but I never put it together how um, how the fourth grade, and I remember when I was headed to the fifth grade, I said, well, maybe I'll stop now, but I never stopped, mm. and I just find no one ever told me about the fourth grade, and the importance of the fourth grade, wow. how it can carry out through life. Wow. So I'm finding this very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Well, let's ask Bob Bill just to respond to that. What do you think, Bob? A lot of times uh, teachers and uh, school administrators back in the day when you were in the fourth grade did not understand the role of the fourth grade. A lot of uh, kids who had reading issues, a lot of kids who had visual issues, a lot of kids who had emotional issues were told they were dumb or they were something, and they were simply made fun of or put in the back of the class mm. or something like that instead of help at that particular age. Mm. As a result, they go through class and they get to be 60 years old thinking, I'm dumb, I'm stupid, mm. uh, I can't read, I can't, I can't see. Uh, it, it's like amazing how far we've come in the last 20 to 50 years in terms of uh, quickly identifying who mm. are the kids who can't read and how do we get them to where they can, or the kids who uh, just have visual problems or who have speech problems, and how far we've come in identifying those quickly. So somebody like deal with them. Somebody like Dale who finds out at age 60 what he found out about the fourth grade. Uh, how does that empower him? How does that help him? Is it just a fun fact, or th does it make a difference now as a 60-year-old who connects back to his 9-year-old self? 
I think one of the things I would say is, uh, are your parents still living? Oh, no, not anymore. Okay. Yeah, they're both. Uh, they they uh, departed early, uh, okay. you know. All right. Five and nine years ago. Yeah. They were young, actually. Well, you know, in their 70s, which is young by mm-hmm. today's standards. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I also grew up with a inferiority complex, mm-hmm. and um, which led me to want to do things that I felt would make me smart, you know, studying engineering, things like that. But um, that whole concept of fourth grade is just blowing my mind when I hear that. I've mm-hmm. never yeah. heard it before. Well, one of the things, of the things I would do is go back and look at, uh, just go back and, and just while you're by yourself uh, sometime the next day or so, go back and reflect on uh, when did I start stuttering, how was I, uh, how did it feel when I started stuttering, uh, and look at that childhood experience through adult eyes. Often uh, by looking yeah. at the childhood experience with adult eyes, it can help resolve some of those childhood issues. Hmm. Uh, because a lot yeah. of t- a lot of times we have not looked at that childhood experience since we were nine years old, and so we've never processed processed it mm. emotionally or intellectually. But by going back and literally uh, processing some of it through adult eyes, a lot of times it can be actually resolved. Hmm. Wow, Dale. Well, I'm sure you're just blown away by wow. this. Are you glad you were listening today? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad that I left work early so I could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I am too, my yeah. friend. Well, you be safe out yeah. there while you're driving, all right? <coughs> this is uh, hey, real, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You got it, my brother. That's Dale in Germantown, Maryland, 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, I have the author of the book, Decade by Decade, uh, Life is Surprisingly Predictable by Bob Beal. He's a presidential mentor and executive uh, mentor and uh, of course you know I'm a consultant but he's like a master consultant so if I were you I'd tell your friends make sure you log on to watch this uh, program at a time where you can get all the wisdom you can from Bob Beal. Uh, Bob uh, Beal could you talk to us about mentoring what let's go real basic here like I'm a fourth grader <laughs> mm-hmm. what is mentoring? I'm going to give you an ideal definition of the word mentoring ideally and not all mentoring relationships are ideal. Mm-hmm. But ideally, mentoring is a lifelong relationship mm-hmm. in which the mentor helps the protege realize her or his God-given potential. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again. Okay. Ideally, ideally, mentoring is a lifelong relationship in which the mentor helps the protege realize her or his God-given potential. Mm. And it's defined by two very, very simple questions. When the mentor meets with the protege, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, on a train, on a bus, on a plane, whenever they meet for Mm -hmm. the rest of their life, there are two questions. The mentor turns to the protege and says, I have two questions for you. What are your plans and how can I help? That's mm. it. That's it. Hmm. What, what are, are your, your plans, plans? And how can I? And help? how can I help? And the mentor is asking the protege, uh, protege or the mentee mm-hmm. the question: What are your plans, and how I can help? Why? Basically, that's that's the relationship. 
Are they helping them figure out the plans, or they're not really helping them figure out the plans? You figure out the plans, and then the mentor's going to help you with it, or do they kind of help you shape uh, uh, kind of what your plans in are? In my view, the, uh, the mentor turns to the protege and says, what are your plans, and how can I help? Uh-huh. To the extent that the protege does not understand or have a clearly defined plan, and he says, well, I don't really know right now. Could you help me shape that? Ah. Well, then that's what the mentor does is mm-hmm. help shape the plan. But if the protege says, well, I, I, I really want to get into radio, but I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, then it's their job to help them either know how to get into radio, find someone who can help them get into radio, introduce them to someone in radio, or some way mm. to get into radio. Understand. Well, listen, you may uh, need a mentoring moment. If I were you, I would take the opportunity. Give us a call while you can. My lines are open. Get in where you fit in, 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. With me today is the author of the book, Decade by Decade. Uh, We're talking about the power of mentoring, and we're talking about each decade of your life and what is the focus of that decade. Uh, The first 10 years, the S word is security. Uh, the s- next 10 years from 10 to 20, the uh, key S word is self. And if you have any teenagers, you know that's it. W- what do you think it is for the people in their 20s? How about their 30s? How about their 40s? You're about to find out. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets of A-Action Home Services. When you call our stand-up guys, you can expect they'll show up with our warehouse on wheels, introduce themselves with their unique qualifications, and of course, they'll be wearing shoe covers. But most importantly, before they do any work, they'll share options with you, including upfront pricing, so you decide what's best. So for stress-free electrical, plumbing, and heating service, call us today at 703-922-1900. Tis the season to eat and be merry. If holiday enjoyment leaves you feeling painfully bloated, don't worry. Relief is here. Introducing Atrontil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrontil works where other remedies don't. In clinical studies, 88% of bloating sufferers found Atrontil relieved their symptoms, and it's available over-the-counter without a prescription. A friend recommended Atrontil, and I had great results. I was so bloated and full, it was miserable. But the product started to Atrontil is not another probiotic or digestive enzyme. It's made from a patented combination of powerful polyphenols. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrontil turns my holiday bloating right around. Eat and be merry this season with Atrontil. Find Atrontil at Amazon.com, your local retailer, or for a special holiday offer, go to bloat411.com. That's bloat411.com. Atrontil. In this Thanksgiving season, we at Hope Bible Church are thankful for our listeners on WAVA. So we want to say thank you for listening to our radio program, Discover Hope, every Saturday at 1230 p.m. right here on 105.1 FM WAVA. Come join us at Hope Bible Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. for the same great Bible teaching that you hear on Discover Hope. For more information, go to our website at hopebiblechurch.org. God bless you and have a happy Thanksgiving. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available 
and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-600-3010. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-600-3010 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-600-3010 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-600-3010. And welcome back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And welcome back to those of you who are with me for the first half of the show. For those who are just joining us, welcome to the show. You have come in on a wonderful topic and guest. Decade by Decade is the book uh, by the author Bob Beal. He is a a presidential consultant, executive consultant. He is uh, loving the idea of mentoring and teaching us each decade of life what the key focus is, and uh, we found out the first 10 years of your life, uh, the key focus, whether you knew it or not, the key need that you had was security. Uh, For your teenage years, that 10 to 20 age decade, uh, the key word or the key focus was self. Uh, No duh for that one, right? Uh, And then, of (coughs) course, the next decade of the 20s. And so let's ask Bob Beal, what is the key S word for the 20s? This may surprise you. The key word is survival. 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 Why is that? It's basically not survival physically, but can I survive in the adult world? Mm. I spend, uh, shockingly, a a lot of time with uh, young young, uh, people who are graduating, just graduated from Harvard and Yale and Mm -hmm. a lot of of schools uh, that that are the sons and daughters of my clients. Mm -hmm. And when I say to them, do you know emotionally what i know mean by the word survival they all say oh do i ever mm. it, it's like it's shocking how much emotional connectivity there is with the word survival why is that let me suggest to you if you have a, a child in their in their 20s mm-hmm. i will guarantee you the word survival is in their energy as my dad used to say mm. and the reason that it is is because they're wondering can i survive in the adult world Mm. Can I so they're make making it? a transition then. Can I make it as an adult? Huh. How do you get a job, keep a job, buy a house, buy a car? How do you keep up with this whole world called world? Mm. How, do you, how do you survive as an adult? Hmm. And one of the things I tell them quickly is, you know, the, the world is not expecting you to change the world in a day. Mm. The, the 20-year-old feels the weight of the world on their shoulders. They feel like the day I graduate from college, I'm supposed to change the world already. Mm. I say, look, the world isn't expecting you to change the, w- change the world already. Hmm. People aren't expecting you to change the world when they ask you, now that you graduated from college, what are you planning to do? 
I say, the only reason they ask that is because they don't know what else to say to you. Uh, that is funny okay. because my son used to feel like that was stress. Yeah. Uh, it, like because they, he went to college and everything, and people say, what do you want to do? Uh, he always had to think through ahead Absolutely. of time every little party Absolutely. because he knew he was going to be asked that question. Absolutely. Yeah. I, say, I say, relax with that. That's the, only, that's the only reason they're asking. That's all they know what to say. Mm. And so I say, just tell them, I don't know yet. Or, well, I'm just going to get a job doing this or something. But I say, really the key is the 20s are not the time you're trying to decide what you want to do the rest of your life. Mm. Your 20s are the decade when you're trying to decide what you don't want to do for the rest of your life. Ooh, say that again, Mr. Bob. Your 20s are not the decade you're trying to decide what you want to do the rest of your life. The 20s are the decade when you're trying to decide what you don't want to get stuck doing for the rest of your life. Mm. I don't want to be this. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to be with this kind of person. I don't want to be married to that kind of person. What the relief that 20-year-olds feel when you tell them that is hmm. enormous. Hmm. Enormous. Wow. Yeah. 888-432-7434. We got Grandma E on the line from Silver Spring, Maryland. Hello, Grandma E. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Happy holidays to you. Thank you so much. This is I'm um, first-time caller, but I, I love the subject. Thank you for calling and hanging out with me. What's your comment or question today? My question is, in today's society, in the school system, how much effort are the teachers putting into enforcing um, this problem and, with uh, the kids in school nowadays? What problem are you talking about specifically? The whole idea of fourth grade? Like from and the fourth grade and like from the fourth grade on up and, mm. you know, um, addressing problems that the kids may have. Yeah, thank um, you. And their development. Well, thank you for the question, Miss E. I'll let you listen uh, over the air. Mr. Bob, uh, do school systems have a responsibility here? And, and if so, how are they or how should they be addressing this fourth grade matter? Well, first of all, the subject of bullying has received a lot of attention lately. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids who are... Uh, like the uh, earlier caller said, uh, stuttering mm -hmm. or uh, slow uh, to pick up reading or can't see properly or that kind of thing in the fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And the kids start laughing at them or making fun of them or that kind of thing is just criminal. And mm -hmm. if the teachers let it go, uh, that's criminal. Ah. Uh, and so the teacher who can step in and uh, uh, stop that is good, and a lot of times the teachers do. The problem is a lot of times on the playground, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the you don't, teacher, the don't teacher even know. Get a feel. Now, here, yeah. here's a part of the issue. The fourth grade is the first year that the kids are told, all right, go out on the playground and don't come back until you hear the bell ring. Mm -hmm. In the third grade, there's a teacher right on the playground uh, ah. uh, overlooking and saying, don't hit her. What would you feel like if she hit you? Kind of right, thing. right. But in the fourth grade, they're given free access to the playground. And what happens is that's when the kids take charge of the playground. Mm. And that's where a lot of this uh, uh, bullying or Yeah, the strongest survive, of, you the know. The strongest survive. How about that? That's where, that's where the fourth grade issues, that's where my comfort zone and what I'm comfortable. I'm, taking, I'm comfortable being the captain of everything. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable being the first chosen. Mm. I'm comfortable in the muddy middle. 
Or I'm, I'm comfortable. Yeah, I'm being comfortable the last sitting one. off onto the side and watching everybody else. That's right. I'd like to ask some criminals, what was your fourth grade year like? I wonder if they were so bullied and beaten, they said it's never going to happen again when I get older. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm coming right back to you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. By the way, uh, you need to know if you have water in your basement or if you have that moldy smell, mildew smell, let Best Buy Waterproofing come help you out. Or if you need a roof or wondering, do I need a roof? Well, give them a call. Let them at least do a free inspection for you. Their number is 844-980-3707. Let me give it to you one more time. It's 844-980-3707. Make sure you tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. Now, I've got Bob Beal. Bob Beal, his name is spelled Bob, but uh, if I d- challenged you and said, how do you spell it, you probably wouldn't get it right. It's B-O-B-B. So there you go, Bob Beal. And if I said, now spell Beal, I bet you wouldn't get that either. It's B-I-E-H-L. All right, Bob Beal. Author of the book, Decade by Decade, Life is Surprisingly Predictable. And each decade has a key significant S word. The first decade, it's security. security. The second thing, I'm trying to do it by memory here, but the second (laughs) one uh, for the teenage years is, don't tell me, serve, no, 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 uh, self. Uh, The third decade, uh, in your 20s, it's survival. Okay, what's the key S word for people in their 30s? Success. 
success. The thirty, the person in the thirties, has gotten to the point where they've got through school, they've gotten their their first job or two, and they're wanting to climb the slippery pole called success and become more and more and more successful. Mm. Typically, is that a bad thing or is that just normal? That's just normal. Okay, so they they want to get a house, they want to get a car, they want to get a good job where they're making enough money. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, and then the next decade in the forties. Significance. About thirty-seven to forty-three, they begin to transition to i know i'm successful but is it making any difference mm. is it making any difference the christian person especially is it making any difference uh-huh. in god's kingdom uh-huh. uh but then uh 40 to 45 they're wondering uh what's my unique strength what's my single greatest strength yeah 45 to 50 is what could I stop doing? I, I'm doing so many things. What can I stop doing? I'm mm-hmm. getting buried here. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's struggle. The 40s are the decade of greatest struggle. There uh-huh. are so many things. The kids are teenagers. The, the mortgage is greater. The car, you got more cars to pay for. The, the 40s are the greatest decade of struggle. Mm. And for anyone in their 40s, listen to me carefully. You're not supposed to be rich yet. And... This is a phase of life. It will pass. This mm. is not the way life will be the rest of your life. Mm. This is simply a phase of life you're in called the 40s. Wow. So you just said something that I don't think it may have blown past people. You're not supposed to be rich yet. Explain. The most productive decade of your life, when you really make the most money, have the most wealth, uh, everything tends to work the best for you, is actually your 60s. I think that's surprising to people. It is. I think most people think their 30s is when they're building it all. Their 40s is when they're supposed to be rich. Rich and big and everything else. And by 60s, who knows? You may not even be alive. You're telling us that your 60s can be the the richest decade for you, the most wealthiest. Yes. Why is that? By far. Because that's where your, your network has grown, your credibility, your visibility, your ability, uh, your network, your reputation. Uh, your team. I've had two great uh, national uh, uh, ministry leaders who have said to me, when they're 65 years old, right mm. about almost at their 65th birthday, Bob, you know, I feel like my team has finally come together. Mm. They're 65 years old. Mm, wow. Not 35, 45, 25. A lot of times, young leaders think, well, hey, I'm supposed to have my team together. I'm 45 years old. Right. I say, no, 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 no. Relax. Hmm. Your team won't, your final team won't come together till you're probably 65. How about that? Yeah, wow. So relax. In your 50s, your word is stride. Stride. You begin to hit your stride. Hmm. But here's another warning. When you're 50 to 53, you always feel old. The hmm. 50 to 53-year-old person feels old. Hmm. They feel like life goes Zero to 100, I'm more than halfway, I'm old past the 50 mark. Mm. I'm on my downhill side slide Mm -hmm. toward 100. Mm. That's not the way it is. You're 50 to 53, you feel old certain days, but you're not old. You're just getting ready to, to, your 50s are the last decade to get ready to maximize your 60s. Mm. Don't Mm. feel old. There are certain days, you don't have the energy you had at 55, but you're not old. Mm. You're getting ready to maximize your 60s. Mm. Wow, that's good. So 50s is really a platform to maximize your 60s. The key word for 50s is stride. Stride. What's the key word for 60s? Strategic. Mm. You've got all this ability, credibility, visibility, uh, network, contact, 
construct uh, base. Now you're asking yourself, all right, I've got all this built up. What's the most strategic thing I can do with it? Mm. I've been building this church for 30 years. What's the most strategic thing we can do? Mm -hmm. I've been building this company for 40 years. What's the most strategic thing we can do with it? I see. I see. That's real good. What about 70? The, the day. The day you hit 70, you become almost obsessed with succession. Mm. When you're you know, two weeks before 70, you think, yeah, succession, of course. I haven't got a succession plan. The day you mm. hit 70, you become almost success, uh, obsessed with it. Oh, wow. Because okay. Who's next? We've, we've built it all up, but who's going to take it over? Yeah. We, don't, we don't have the right person in place. We've got people in place, but not the right person. My kids don't want the business that I've been yeah. spending all my life with. Exactly. They don't want it. They couldn't handle it, uh, you know, et cetera. And so that succession becomes the focus of the 70s. How about that? Succession becomes your obsession. And then what about 80s? 80s is slippery. Anyone who is up in that zone uh, age-wise realizes that it's a little bit like walking on black ice. Mm. It's like you can't predict your health quite. Mm. Uh, you don't quite know when, like your friends around you who have gotten cancer, have gone to the doctor about, every th uh, th er about three times a week, mm -hmm. you don't quite know what your health is going to do. It feels slippery. Yeah. So you want to begin really mentoring the young generation. Because it's not too old to make a significant contribution, but it feels slippery. And you just got to do it in between naps. Absolutely. <laughs> you're 70. You're 70. Uh, 70s is where you get. Uh, your 90s is where you get to sleepy. There you sl go. Uh, sleep. So that's the S word for the 80s is slippery, and for the 90s is sleep. Yes. Well you Does it mean it's time to go to sleep? I've spent a lot of time with people in their 90s. My dad passed at 93. Mm. Cheryl's uh, mother passed at 97. So mm. we've spent a lot of time with people in their 90s. Mm. And uh, almost to a person, they have two things on their preoccupations. Number one is, I hope I can just go to sleep and not wake up. I don't want to die a painful death like I've seen some of my friends mm. die. Mm. And then secondly, how can I know I'm going to heaven when I die? Mm. Uh, even people who have grown up in the church, raised in the church, been in the church all their life, ask the question, how can I know I'm going to heaven when I die? When they face death's door or close to it, they're more serious about it, aren't they? It is a different question at 99 than it is at 39. Mm, isn't that interesting? It's a different question. Wow. Let's go to Diane in Gainesville. Uh, Diane, I have just about a minute before the break, but I really wanted to get you in. What are your comments or questions, please? Oh, okay. Good afternoon. This is new for me. Um, I, I was just kind of like shocked when I heard him say about the fourth grade because mm -hmm. I just realized within the last last year that um, me failing the fourth grade, mm -hmm. um, how traumatic that was for me. And um, I was just really just kind of just really shocked to hear, um, to hear that and how that I don't have any recollection of school at all, like me being in school. Mm. I know that I, I came in, I'm 60, so 61, so I came in at a time where there was um, like an interracial where I was coming into um, being like the only black student, you yeah. know, one or two black students in the, in the classroom. Right. Um, so, of course, that was a, a battle as well. But, um, yeah, just hearing that about the fourth grade, you know, um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Well, well, and uh, I'm going to let Bob give you a 10-second response before we go to break. Go ahead, Bob. Give a 10-second response. Do not, do not never confuse smart and academic. You are very smart, even though you may not have enjoyed reading or school. You may not have done well in school, but it does not mean you're not very, very, very smart. And we'll be right back. Message and data rates may apply. Dear Bosley, when my dad lost his hair, it made him very sad. He doesn't like the way he looks. I heard you were very good at hair. Please give my dad his hair back. Love, Maddie. Well, Maddie, today's a wish come true for your dad and every guy listening with hair loss because Bosley's about to give them their real hair back permanently. They'll get a free information kit and a free gift card when they text GOOD to 85850. Guys, let Bosley show you, for free, how great your hair could look. Using the latest technology, Bosley's solution to hair loss is permanent and protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Thank you, Bosley. Get your hair back today with America's number one hair restoration expert. Get a free information kit and a free gift card for $250 off by texting GOOD to 85850. That's G-O-O-D to 85850. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting RADIO to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text-only takes seconds and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes and best of all most patients can get back to work the following day I had no idea the LASIK Vision Institute uses the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision. We've performed over 1.3 million procedures. That's experience you can trust. And we're offering 20% off our already low-cost services. What's that text again? Text RADIO to 350-350. That's R-A-D-I-O to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today. This is Michael Medved for Town Hall. Our fascination with polls sometimes produces premature conclusions about next year's presidential race, including the assumptions that Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden will fight it out for the Democratic nomination. Past polling a year before elections has demonstrated scant predictive value. For 2004, Wesley Clark and Howard Dean were the clear Democratic frontrunners, but neither survived the early primaries. John Kerry, who grabbed that nomination, ran fifth at this point. Four years later, for 2008, Rudy Giuliani was way ahead of among Republicans topping the ultimate nominee, John McCain, more than two to one. And in 2016, Donald Trump was a full six points behind then front runner Ben Carson, who's now in Trump's cabinet. Primary contests are unpredictable, particularly with complicated races and multiple candidates. There's still time for new entrants like Mike Bloomberg or some other surprise latecomer to shake up the faltering Democratic field. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on the Stop Provoking Radio Show, where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. 
Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to Andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so very much for your generous giving. Just go to EmbraceGracism.com. And I'd like to thank Best Buy Waterproofing. They give $500 to the program every time they do business with one of my listeners. So if you need a waterproofing and roofing company, they're the one, BestBuyWaterproofing.com. I have with me Bob Beal. He's the author of 20 books, but the one we're looking at, the one that I gave to many of my staff, and we even used it as a, at, a, at a retreat, uh, it's called Decade by Decade, Maximizing This Phase of Your Life. Life is Surprisingly Predictable. You can get all of Bob, Bob's books at uh, bobbeal.com. Now, remember, Bob is spelled B-O-B-B, all right? And Beal is B-I-E-H-L. So bobbeal.com. All right. Now, Bob, it's been so great having you here, sir, and thank you for the mentoring you've done uh, with me, our staff, and so many other leaders around the world for so many decades. With just a minute or two left, tell me uh, what final words would you have for our listeners driving around and hanging out here uh, in the nation's capital? I would probably have just a few thoughts, just knee-jerk random thoughts. Number mm -hmm. one is that <clears throat> if you listen to this program and are really interested in committed to multicultural work which you probably are there are a few thoughts I would have for you number one uh, introduce fourth graders to multicultural work mm. uh, multicultural exposure if you have a fourth grader introduce them to multicultural experiences in the fourth grade because that's where uh, you're you're shaping their comfort zones where they are comfortable in cultures other than your own. Mm -hmm. If they're just comfortable in their own culture, they'll be just comfortable in their own culture when they're 90 years old. Mm -hmm. uh, secondly, uh, in your mentoring, uh, if you say to yourself, I, I would really like to make a significant difference, and I'm 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, it doesn't matter exactly how old you are right now, I'd like to make a significant difference. How can I do that, really? I say consider mentoring. Consider asking yourself, who is the one or two young leaders that I see? Mm -hmm. Could be a young father, a young mother mm. at your church, at your school. And how could I mentor them, mm. particularly a multicultural person, into their full potential. I love it. Thank you so much, Bob Beal, for being with us today. I appreciate you, and may God give you much more grace to do what you're doing. Thank you. Lord Jesus, as we uh, conclude the show, may you continue to go with us as we ponder what we've learned today. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Together, everyone said, Amen. Amen. And amen.